Okay, uh, it's we're back here with uh, six degrees of syncopation. Yay! Um, so hello, I'm Dave. Dave, you were telling me you're getting into poetry. Back into back into it, yeah. I mean, I always like it. Everyone like it's one of those things that like my interest goes like you know up and down and up and down. It never goes too far down, but like you know, like do you know anything about Larry Levis? No. Levi's. I never know how to say names because I just see them, so then I just make up pronunciations. But he, but like he's got this excellent one that I really liked uh, signs like with the aliens well no not that kind of signs so that would be <laughs> a really interesting poem just a poem about the movie sign yeah but yes so that's what I've been up to recently and like breaking down songs into like their bare minimums and stuff like that the lyrics you mean yeah i discovered well like um it's one of those ones that i was gonna t- like put a bit of a a bit of a maggie may rod stewart rod stewart maggie may that song is amazingly written yeah, that's a good one. But like, it's not just about like the lyrics and like how it all sounds and all that. Like, structurally, it's amazing. Like he starts off, it starts off with him being all meek and quiet and everything. And that's got the least syllables. Yeah. And the next line's got like one more. And then when he's got that whole bit where he's kind of just angry and yelling or whatever, he all of a sudden jumps like 53, 54, 60. Then it ends on a 55. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And like... Did he write the words for that? He did, yes. He didn't write the words to a lot of the songs, but he did write Maggie May. Yeah. When he started taking back over lyrics, that's when he got all like, do you think I'm sexy? I think is when he really started (laughs) taking back over. Well, that was a big hit. It's a fun song. It's stupid, (laughs) but it's fun. That's the best scene in uh, there's some or um, so I married an axe murderer. Mike Myers. I don't remember that scene, but I do love that movie. Yeah, he's a Scottish dad, and he's uh, singing in a Scottish accent to that. Oh yeah, and y'all think I'm sexy? <laughs> <laughs> Who told Mike Myers that he did a good Scottish accent? <laughs> I think it was a guy. He had a skit on SNL called "The Scottish Store." I think that's where it started. <laughs> <laughs> his accent is so bad <laughs> but anyways yeah that's a cool song yeah no and it's just in like the verses and the chorus like the chorus is half the amount of syllables as the verse like it's 222 versus 112 yeah like to the point where you're looking at it and, you're, and it's not accidental. He's doing this. He's really putting his heart into it. Does he have a background in poetry? Do you know? I don't. I don't know. But it's yeah. so wonderfully written. Anyway, that's a sidetrack. Welcome to Six Degrees of Syncopation. Um, my name is Dave. That's Bobby. Yeah. Guess we did. Bobby, tell that. us all about it. You usually do the intro. I want you to tell us all about it. Uh, do we usually do like yeah if you haven't heard this podcast this is where uh we take we give each other two seemingly unrelated songs and link them by personnel a la the kevin bacon movie game i guess we don't usually introduce but we should introduce we probably should right yeah for all of our new fans <laughs> yeah but yeah so bobby this time around i did the list we started with um which one was again never gonna give you up never never gonna give you up yes never never gonna give you up and then we ended on lmlyp by ween that's right it was a good list i like that one i like this This was this was from the ass 
it was the gas grass or ass uh no free rides categories no free rides that's that's what it was like i was trying to remember what it was trying, <laughs> trying to remember why it was so sexy yeah yeah all right you chose, you chose ass you gotta choose ass always choose ass i was hoping that you were gonna do bubba sparks but then you didn't <laughs> you could have worked that in there good, it's a good uh it was a good it was a good list it was a good thing i don't know if i could that'd be such a weird <laughs> step up and back it's like on google maps when you have you like just like drag a destination in the middle so it's three steps i've done that we've done that before yeah i've done or it. just like i'm oh i'm gonna hit this song because i want to then it gets in there yeah but yeah anyway went on some pretty cool places i think i mean i got kind of there was like the middle part where i got a little classic rocky but that's just but who who really cares i mean i think classic rock like might be the best genre of pop music no are you sure about that well you're just uh praising maggie may i think uh... well yeah but maggie may is classic rock by time period it's closer to like folk pop really oh that's what i mean i mean the time period well the time period it was a good age for rock and roll because people were like wait we can actually make art out of this thanks the beatles yeah and then i think like i like punk but i think punk kind of destroyed that i think the punk added to it but in a different kind of way like it didn't destroy it the Beauty of punk is what was its downfall. Because it's like the idea of punk was just that anybody can do this. Yeah. And so pop, then so like, you know, record producers are like, anybody can do this. Let's get those handsome boys over there. And then make millions. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of what it started out as. What? Pop music in general? I guess. Yeah. I always hate it when people say the Sex Pistols were a boy band because they were because it was just like you listen to this two sides of the story and you've got Malcolm McLaren going, "Yes, I put them together. I did all of the work. I was the I was the creator of all of this." And you hear them tell the stories and they're like, "Yo, no, he was terrified the entire time. He he was like, you guys are going to get fired. You're going to do this." <laughs> yeah. And it's like five against one. And everybody seems to believe Malcolm McLaren because, you know, it's nicer, I guess, to think that whatever. Anyway. He's not as extreme. He's not John Lydon. It's kind of like similar to the monkeys. I like the monkeys. Like they were put together and were fake, but they turned out real in the end. Yeah. And they were fun. Yeah. The monkeys were actually quite punk rock when you really think about it. There was only one of them that knew what to do. <laughs> like... Yeah. I guess Davy Jones what to do. Two of them knew what to do. Um, yeah. I have a like a, an original monkeys record. And on the inside, there's pictures of all of them. And the previous owner like wrote their opinions of each member underneath. That's awesome. And uh the only one I remember though is uh one said dumb hick. And it was, uh, who's the American guy in the monkeys? That was Torque, wasn't it? Yeah, it said dumb hick on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Peter, are you sure it's not Peter Torque's copy? Yeah, it might be his copy. That'd be awesome. Was it Peter <laughs> Torque? I know, it was, I'm pretty sure it's Torque. I don't know, I can picture his face, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, Peter Torque. He was the bassist he was either the bassist oh he's the keyboardist yeah oh keyboardist yeah yeah i thought he was in the rhythm section keyboard and bass so yeah all right well you want to get started let's get started that was that was a nice little nothingness for a while yeah all right let's go for it's good to have some nothingness yeah i like nothing all right. All right, you're right. What do we got here, Dave? 
excuse me. Well, we're starting off with Never Never Gonna Give You Up. Um, and I'll talk about the other two when we get to them. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. This time 
I just love that poem. It's just like a whole silly thing about what's about. It's like just making a joke out of how of societal expectations and stuff and yada 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 under the theme of getting married. Yeah. And there's the whole scene of him being embarrassed because everybody knows that he's going to be having sex on his honeymoon. <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there we go. Those were the first three. We had Never Never Gonna Give You Up by Barry White. Um, that was Barry White, as I just said. He was Barry White. He usually worked with a lot of the same guys over and over again which is a cool thing it's one of those things that i that makes his music so consistent i think yeah but like but um the arranger there was gene page who's just brilliant gene page is awesome that's good arrangement Uh, on that song he's a great arranger like like that entire sound is pretty much him that solely kind of sexy sound of like a yeah. bead curtain falling yeah. falling through as somebody walks in like, it's like a glockenspiel or something yeah no i love it <laughs> um he also he also arranged that next song let me go um it is a cover of a harry nilsson song by pat and andre do you know pat and andre no neither do i um <laughs> i don't know if there are anything I don't see anything else by them. They were like a 60s group. Um, but yeah, it was a song written by Harry Nilsson. It was a song recorded by Pat and Andre. And so that leads us to Harry Nilsson and his amazing album of Nilsson Schmilson. Yeah, good album. It is. There's very few bad songs on there. And so I went with the stupidest one out of all of them because it's fun. <laughs> but those are those links. Nice. Tell us about your spotlight here, Bobby. Uh, well, good links, Dave. I like that. Thank you. Those, those were all good ones. Then um, I was, I was telling you before, Quentin Tarantino. Put that at the end credits of Reservoir Dogs because the movie had such a downer ending and he didn't want to bum audiences out as they left the theater. <laughs> um, so my spotlight is called Me, Myself, and Dollar Hill by Mild High Club. Uh, Mild High Club is like, I don't want to call it chill wave, but what, whatever chill wave has, has evolved to in the past like five years or so. It's like a, it's like soft, dancey electronic music kind of. Okay. Uh, and he had two really good albums, like back in like 2016. I think they both came out in the same year, but he hasn't had one since. Uh, and this one just came out like two weeks ago, and I really like it. I feel like it's an evolution from his first two albums. Um. You know me, I like my Steely Dan. I think it's got a Steely Dan vibe <laughs> in 2021. Who doesn't like Steely Dan? At least a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing. Everybody actually likes Steely Dan. Some people just don't want to admit it as much as others. <laughs> um, and I picked this specific one because it's October and uh, we wanted a Halloween song. Hell is spooky. Hell is spooky. All right, so this is Me, Myself, and Dollar Hell by Mount High Club. All right, let's do it. Three, two, one.
quit it? Uh, let me see. Okay. I like Kid and Quit It. I also like what's it? Wars of Armageddon. I think is the one that I think is the best one on there. Oh, well, can you get to that? It was like a huge hit. Oh, can you get to that? That's a good one. Yeah. Can you get to that? We're talking about maggot brain. Yeah. But yeah, so Bobby, that was Mild High Club. Tell us about that. Yeah, so just like I was saying, uh, that came out like two weeks ago, and he hasn't had one in a long time. And I think it's his best one yet. It's like a one guy, like a one guy band, one guy project. The Colorado Team Impala. Team Impala, one guy, I think. What's up? Is Team Impala one guy thing? Yeah, Team Impala is one guy. Oh, I thought it was a. I thought he had a band. Really does, does all, the, but all the instruments? I don't know. I just know that he is Tame Impala, and the people that play with him are the band that plays with Tame Impala. Ah. It's all Tame Impala. Uh, and it was a band, but I guess it's just a touring act, right? I mean, you can't exactly do all of that by himself. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on <laughs> in the Tame Impala song. I saw them after they came out with Lonerism. How was it? It was great. The show, I mean. Yeah. Actually, I saw them in New York on my birthday. I had just moved to New York. I didn't know anybody. And it was my birthday. And I was like, I should do something for my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I bought tickets to the Tam and Paula show one day. That was pretty cool. Where'd you see them? Terminal 5. Ah, huh, word. It's kind of like New York's Electric Factory. I've heard of it. I've never been to a concert venue in New York. Yeah. There's some good ones. Music Hall of Williamsburg, Bowery Ballroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bowery Ballroom is another one that I've heard of. I've never really heard of the Williamsburg one, but I guess that one's more of a pop-up since the gentrification of the area. Yeah, I mean... That was like 10 years ago, but yeah. <laughs> 10 years is recent. Yeah. Grand scheme of thing. Anyways. Yeah, so, Anyways. Uh, oh, I had a, I wanted to ask you your opinion on this. I have a good name for a 90s band. Go ahead. Selfish Cinderella. That is a great name for a 90s band. Yeah, like. like or like a 90s like a, album. Like acoustic, like uh, kind of like an acoustic power pop that was big back then. I was thinking like uh, better than Ezra type, that kind of weird. That's what I'm thinking. Space of, yeah. Hog. Yeah, Space Hog. Yeah. Yeah. One Hit Wonder. Uh, semisonic. Semisonic. Oh, I love Semisonic. Tall Bachman. He's, <laughs> he's the son of the dude from Bachman Turner Overdrive, which I did not know. Is he? I didn't know that. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> His dad is, is Bachman. <laughs> Tom Bachman. Bachman Did not know that. Yeah. All right. So. Shall we continue with the list? We shall continue with the list. So we ended off on Put the Lime in the Coconut and Shake It All Up from Harry Nilsson. Um, on that album, Klaus Vorman played bass and keyboards and all that stuff. Right. He also played with the Plastic Ono Band. Yeah, I've heard so of him. you know what that Klaus means. Vorman. What's up? I've heard of him. Yeah. No, he's really good. He's a really talented musician. Um, he's yeah. like a German guy. Um, but so yeah, it was a plastic Ono band, and you know what that means? The next song is going to be John Lennon. Nice with John Lennon. Then, also in the plastic Ono band, was the great and everybody loves her Yoko Ono, <laughs> who had a song that was remixed and remastered by, I believe. Was, I believe it was Gene Ween. 
Is Greg Gene? Gene Ween is a his real name is Aaron Freeman. Oh, okay. And Dean Ween's real name is Mickey Melchiondo. Ah, okay. Then they don't have him listed as the guy. Anyway, they did a remix of a Yoko Ono song and absolutely killed it. Cool. And that brings us to LMLYP. Hey, Bobby. Yeah. What does LMLYP mean? Stands for Let Me Lick Your Pussy. <laughs> Just a funny name. It's a Ween fan favorite. It's a good one. Nice and funky. Funky, yeah. sexy funk. It's definitely got that Parliament vibe to it. Oh, I love that Parliament vibe. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it.
wouldn't say it's his best movie, but yeah. Like it's with Charles Grodin. No, he plays uh like a 10-year-old boy, which which is pretty funny. <laughs> and he's like a devil child. And it's Charles Grodin and Mary Steenbergen. Uh that sounds good. I'd watch that. Yeah, it's worth checking out. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that was the list. That was the list. That was what we got. Nice. So what do we hear right. there? What's up? What do we hear there, Dave? Uh, okay, yeah. So we heard Remember by John Lennon in the Plastic Ono Band. Um, Klaus Borman, like I said before, played with the Plastic Ono Band. You know who also played the Plastic Ono Band? And this will be surprising. You'll be surprised, Bobby. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready to have your mind blown? I hope so. You know who was in the Plastic Ono Band? Who? Yoko Ono. What? All right. All right, Bobby, I want you to like double your fake surprise. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say it again. Yoko Ono was in the Plastic Ono Band. Ono was in Ono Band? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did you, do, you, do you remember that episode of Flight of the Concords with Coco? <laughs> yes. And he's just going on this whole like, Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, no, did I? <laughs> Coco. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I just started, uh, I was just re-watching that recently. What, where are you at? Uh, like, still first season, like episode five. Have you seen the episode of the Z's yeah. Ansari yet? Did you get there? No, I think that's second season. <laughs> I thought that was first season, like later on. Or he's like uh, racist towards Australians. <laughs> well, he's racist towards New Zealanders until he realizes that they're not Australian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Descended from a bunch of criminals. <laughs> Australians are like, all right, throw a shrimp on the Bobby. <laughs> we're like, all right, throw a shrimp on the Bobby. <laughs> Yes. So, so we followed that up with uh, Yoko Ono's Ask the Dragon, which was on an album of remixes of her album uh, Rising, which she did with Ima, who mm. I do not find very interesting. What, what year was it? The, when she put out that album? When she put out, when she put out the Rising, yeah. Rising album? It would have been in the mid-90s. Okay. I am not sure exactly when, but that's the glory of having this right next to me. So while I look for it, I'm going to vamp. 1995. 90s Yoko. 90s Yoko. As everybody knows, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the best of the Yokos. <laughs> Everybody's always talking about 90s Yoko. So, yeah, and after that, and so, like, they did a remix album of it. There was a bunch of different stuff on there. There was remixes by Chibomato, who I really enjoy. There was a Tricky remix. There's um, there's an Adam Yock remix on there. Yoke, Yock, Yach. I never know how to say his name. Yeah, Adam. Yeah, I think it's Yach. Okay. And there's a third uh, on there too. Beastie Boys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. MCA. Yeah. But yeah. And yeah, it's just a bunch of different things because like Thurston Moore did a remix and he included like Hanadarash. Hanadarash? Hanadarash? Do you know anything about them? No. Japanese punk band. One time, the lead singer drove a bulldozer through the stage. That's cool. That's rock and roll. And that, like, I mean, like, literally, he drove a bulldozer 
and destroyed half of a building and he wasn't allowed back there for years. <laughs> he went on to start the boredoms. I don't know if you know them. They're like noise rock pioneers. Japanese. I don't think so. Anyway, so after that, we ended on... So, yeah, on the Rising Mixes, we did a version of... Oh, they remixed Ask the Dragon. I really like that version of Ask the Dragon. I think that she sounds good. I think that they really brought out what makes her cool. Yeah. I think they killed it. They have the, um, the ween funk vibe on there. Yeah. Like that experimental funk, too. It's not just, you know, ween being ween. It's ween being ween for Yoko Ono. And I like that. Yeah, it's like flangy. Yeah. And then we ended on Let Me Lick Your Pussy from from Ween. God, Ween. You were saying like the one. You're saying like Prince stuff. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. uh, That whole, I think the first, like, pretty much the first verse is from a Prince song called Chakadelica. Like he just lifts the lyrics verbatim. It's almost a cover. And then they kind of go into their own thing. (laughs) <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that you saw ween before you were saying sorry i've seen ween thrice and i'm seeing them again in december oh right they're one of my they're one of one of my favorite bands now i'd say the three bands i will see every time they come to my area is wilco ween and beck and uh i saw wilco in august i've seen ween in december yeah they're great oh. I feel like Wilco would be a great live show. I don't think I've seen them. Yeah, they're awesome. I was five. Only five Wait, no, we did see back. them one time. Oh, yeah, you up? and I saw them. That was the night I got super drunk and lost my shirt. Uh, yeah, we both did. <laughs> yeah. We were both super drunk. And somehow, and like that was the night that I realized you can sober up in like half a minute if you really need to. We were drinking that golden monkey. Yeah, and we were drunk as hell. <laughs> and then I was like, and then like Amanda was calling and your mom was calling. <laughs> and I and like you were just like walking real slow. Like at some point we were looking at the turnpike or like the bridge. <laughs> and you were walking real slow. And I was like, oh shit, if I don't sober up, we're we're stuck here. <laughs> In Camden. <laughs> In Camden at midnight. <laughs> and yeah, I sobered up in like 15 minutes. I did not. You did not, no. You puked in the cab. Well, on the side of a cab. I don't remember. I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) Dude was a bit pissy. (laughs) First I'm hearing of that. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. uh, (laughs) Sorry to embarrass you like that, Bobby. I thought you knew that part. Um, That's okay. I'm over it. (laughs) At the end of it, I just threw a bunch of cash at the dude, and I was like, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Sorry if you're listening to this cab driver. I'm sure he is. <laughs> but yeah. So that's the that's the list for this time around. Nice. Good list. Good choices, Bobby. Good choices. Good start. Good end. So the now ass, it's your turn to pick. Ass list. Ass list. All right. So. Where is it? What did I do with it? I had one. All right. So I'm going to send you on a trip, Bobby. You're going to go on a trip. Okay. So first of all, where are you going to leave out of which airport? Newark, Philadelphia, or New York City? Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia? All right. So where do you want to go? You want to go to Australia? Do you want to go to Ireland? Or do you want to go to Germany? Um, Australia. Australia? All right. So from Philadelphia, you're going to start with I Can't Live Without Your Love by Tendy Pendergrass. Nice. Tendy Pendergrass. Yeah. Then you're going to go to Australia. We beds are burning by midnight oil. All right. Looking forward to this vacation. 
gonna be it's gonna be a good one. I've also got a best trip, but we're gonna. But anyway, I don't. It's one of those things. It's like all right, out of Newark. Like it was gonna be Akon. Do you know that Akon was from Newark's from Newark from Newark? No, I did not know. So was Wycliffe. Which I kind of knew, but still. Actually, I thought Wycliffe was from Trenton. I think he's well. He's originally from Haiti, but I think yeah. he grew up around the oranges in Newark and stuff. Yeah, maybe he's just a Jersey guy. He's a Jersey boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, before we go, I'd like to plug my other side podcast, The Soul yes. Train. Soul Train. I got the first two episodes on the lines. Um, I still got to gotta go in and edit that logo. Yeah, I'm so confused by it because it's like, hey, do you have a picture that you want to upload? I'm like, yeah, here it is. They're like, cool. So what do you want the graphic to be? And I'm like, that picture From anchor like, right yeah yeah i remember that when i did my so i tried to like do a whole no text and it was like okay and then it's just a black box <laughs> sitting there. yeah i don't know I'll, I'll i'll take a look take a look you know the stuff better than me better than i with nail and i will be better than I know you're the subject you are the subjects so you are the subject so I'm the object okay yes so it is better than I better than better than me because you are the subject right better than me yeah. so I will be the object so I am me okay yeah linguistics Mr. Wiegand Mr. Wiegand Mr. Wiegand That's he how actually he pronounced said. it Wiegand yes Mr. Wigand. Mr. Wigand. All right. So, Bobby, do you have anything else to say, to plug, to put up? Uh, I don't have anything to plug. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I'm done. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. And we'll see you all next month. Okay. Bye, listeners. Bye-bye.